0: Welcome to Season 2 of Intelligence Check! For those tuning in for the first time, we are a 5th edition actual play D&D podcast that has been extensively homebrewed. If you've never played a tabletop RPG adventure before, it is essentially a choose-your-own-adventure story. But whenever a character takes an action, they may need to roll some dice to determine the outcome. Returning this season are Leech, playing the Barbarian Monk Shifter, Blagrelin Morris. Mike Renfer, playing the Gnome Druid, name also returning but with new characters that we will discover as the story unfolds are ben mazer and kevin Pilardi, and we are very excited to welcome a new player to our table lauren hottinger for those keeping track at home our world does not allow the use of the resurrection spell except in very rare and special occasions so if a character dies they are dead the players do not share any details during the character creation process and everyone starts with a magic item or two, so the players may occasionally surprise each other as they unveil new items or abilities. For our new listeners, here's what you need to know. When our story starts, Name, who is a gnome druid, is still in animal form from their last adventure. Also, a couple of characters from our first season come up in conversation in this episode. The first is Wrathborn, who was previously played by Ben. His mentor, Durand, sacrificed himself to save Wrath, Wrath lied one time about having killed Duran himself, but Blagg, our barbarian monk, who is a magically enhanced nine-year-old, believes that Wrath actually did kill Duran. He didn't. Now, with all that out of the way, I'll hand this over to everyone's favorite bard, Cord Hawkins.
1: And so my friend Wrath and I departed the group, hoping perhaps someday our paths would cross again. I'll still be around, I am the narrator after all, but just... Wow, there's so much to say. I don't know where to... Hello, what have we here? A tiefling. Don't see a lot of them around here. Makes me think of Wrath. I miss him so much already. Did I ever tell you about the time he and I... Oh, she's coming this way. Um, excuse me, I'm sorry to interrupt. Uh, Wait, I'm sorry, were you talking to someone? I thought you were, but you're sitting alone. Why does everybody ask me that? Never mind, please pull up a chair, my new friend. Barkeep, two L's, please. So, who are you, traveler? What brings you to my humble tavern? Oh, I can't stay, unfortunately. I'm just passing through on a pilgrimage of sorts, and I just stopped in here hoping for directions. But I'm sorry, what is your name? Court Hawkins, Bard Extraordinaire, star of Season 1 of Intelligence Check. I was just explaining to our listeners here where Name the Gnome Druid and Blag the Human Monk-slash-Barbarian found themselves at the end of our last adventure. They had already fallen right into a new one, as an interesting little gnome called Wanzeldorf appeared through a portal right after Rath and I left. (laughs) How's that for timing? Oh, and apparently Name is royalty. As if I couldn't love that little guy anymore. Well, that's uh, quite a story. But who are these listeners? You know there's no one else here. Oh, are you practicing your storytelling? You say that you're a bard, so of course that must be it. Unless perhaps you're not feeling well? Well, I am feeling a bit under the influence, though I don't know what's more intoxicating. The ale I've been drinking or your ravishing presence. I see I'm not going to find what I'm seeking here, so I'm going to go now. But farewell, my sweet and probably drunken friend. Ah, well, her loss. Oh, but my two ales arrived. Uh, so where was I? Ah, yes. What strange new adventures, dangers, foes, and allies await Name and Blag in Season 2? Well, let's find out as we roll an intelligence check.
0: Nami, Blag, and the gnomish chief wizard, Wanzeldorf, all step through a portal and into some deep woods. The woods are oddly bright and welcoming despite the lush overgrowth that seems to be surrounding them on all sides. The uh, wizard looks around for a moment and then says, Well, uh, we best hurry. As I said, I don't think we'll be able to uh, last much longer at the scraps of food that the village have covered in. And with that, Wanzeldorf starts moving in hurried steps deeper into the woods. We are about half a day's journey from uh, a small bog village. Uh, from there, it will be a few more days before we reach Fizzle Whizzle Pup. But... And then suddenly he stops as he is tackled to the ground by a small red form. And a second small form dives at Nami. And we make our first roll. Still
2: an elk, right?
0: Yeah. Okay. And I'm uh, riding him. Yeah. <laughs> not, sorry. I, <laughs> <she said, laughs> right, I rode it through it. <laughs> Alright, uh, <laughs> uh... The form... Yeah. Slams into Nami and just bounces off with no effect. And you guys see what appears to be half frog, half man. This weird All red... <laughs> All <lover>. <laughs> <laughs> Season two. <laughs> <Relax>. <laughs> <laughs> it's this weird uh, red frog-like creature. And one is uh, has the gnome wizard pinned to the ground and is just slashing at him. And the other is kind of a little dazed from <laughs> slamming into this elk. So, please roll for the initiative. I remember how to do this. Do you? Nope. Not at all. Oh, I have a solid eight. Five. Well done. Yep, we're starting off on a fucking great <laughs> run. We're starting up Standard. standards. <laughs> Standard. yeah, yeah. We're continuing. <laughs> all right. Uh, Blag. that actually does make you go first. But he roll I rolled high 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 high. High. No. I they, I decide? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I thought no, it said eight you. and five.
2: Yeah, I rolled the eight. Oh, I okay.
0: five. <laughs> Blag, you still go.
2: No, <laughs> no you're, you're just... Ready. President, right off the bat, this is your story. <laughs> I got the power. Your dice rolls are meaningless here. <laughs> uh, no, big, I go to bite the back of the neck of the one that's on top of the wizard to kind of pull him off.
0: All right, roll to
2: hit. That's a fantastic thing to do. <laughs> <I> bite myself. <laughs> it's it's one, one, one. All right, so you, <laughs>
0: you somehow gnash down and bite into your own leg. Roll for damage. No, just take one. Uh. So now I go first? Now I go first.
3: Shoot. You're starting the season off strong, folks. Um, so I'm going to use my guandao from atop the mighty elk and try and just slash at the back of this thing's neck. I'm assuming it has a fairly defined neck area.
0: Uh, yeah, it's kind of like um, a squat neck. It's a small target, but yeah, it has one.
3: Okay. And so that is going to be a 19 to hit. That is a hit. Alrighty. So I feel like it's hard to describe the elk as mighty while it's busy chopping. That's its
4: like. <laughs> own
2: That's how mighty it is. Look, but the other guy couldn't hurt me. With, so turbivore, I hurt myself. with the
1: Turbivore teeth. So <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> Just gumming it.
3: See, this is the <laughs> That
0: is 10 damage. You do 10 damage. <laughs> uh, I do that. All right. <laughs> so. uh, you slash into it, and do you want to give it a little... Is it... What? Okay. Uh, so, I don't know if it was <laughs> dead <laughs> or not. I'm, I'm waiting oh, for no, it no, no, to no, no. killing Okay. Right. So,
3: yeah. no. So, basically, yeah, I just want to reach down, slash, dig deep in, and then swipe up and try to sever the spine. But I'm assuming I'm going to not be able to do that. So, I just swipe up and have chunks fly up. Okay. And uh, then I want to use my unarmed attack.
0: And that is a natural 20. I always know because Lauren's face lights up whenever you roll a 20. She's like, oh, there's been so many of them. I can't keep track.
3: That would be 1d6 damage. That's easy to figure out. Or is it? <laughs> All right. that's uh, Well, that will be four damage. Plus max. Total. Because you're so already- plus max is 1d6 plus three. Nine. So nine. And then what I rolled, would, which would be the uh, four. All right. So total of 13.
2: Total 13 damage. Not bad. So. It's, it's a lot quicker if you just roll a one. <laughs> <laughs> There's, like, no math whatsoever.
3: So I want to leap from the back of the mighty stag and... <laughs> oh, biting itself. Sort of <laughs> use my forward propulsion to roll the thing off of the guy. but Or I guess push the thing, not roll it off of the guy. And then when I crash down atop it, I want to try and split it apart at the gash I made in its neck. And not fully sever its head, but bend it like Beckham. <laughs> <laughs> bend
0: it like Beckham. Yeah, all right. Well done. Well <laughs> <Thank laughs> done. This one frog creature takes some slashes at the uh, gnome wizard, and you see little bloop bloop's of blood as he rips into him. Nothing horrible, like little little scratches. The other one makes a couple attacks at Nami again, but again, all of them miss because I suck at rolling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> it brings us back to Nami.
2: The thing's off of the guy now, right?
0: No. It's lying on top of him slashing into
2: him. Oh, I try to knock him oh, off. Oh, well, I knocked it off of him when I rolled my 20.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, no, I try right.
2: to knock him off of Blag instead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm on top of it. <laughs> you know what? The other one bounced off of me again, or is it like a standing up, or what's it doing?
0: It's uh, standing up is just blatantly attacking me. I'm
2: going to try to just like hindquarter kick it. <laughs> All right. I like it. Roll.
0: There's a 19. Oh, nice. Three... And a 5 is 8, plus 4 is 12. All right. Uh, you slam your back foot into it, and it kind of goes flying off a couple of feet, hits a tree, crumples to the ground, and stands up and starts to run away. Mm-hmm. Blank.
3: All right. So with my Guan Dao, uh, the one that I'm... To- well, where where, where am I? Let's set the scene for me. Am I still still standing on top of the one? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I just want to take my Guan Dao, and once again, the now more separated wound in the back of its neck... Uh, I want to just jab my guandao down, down through its throat. Oh. And uh, again, attempting to sever the spine. I should wait to say these things until I
0: roll, but that's what I yeah, want to try. That's to how do. you get a one when you get these great descriptions. <laughs> wow, that is a loaded die. <laughs> it's not,
4: though. I know, because <laughs> it sucks for me every time. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm just going to give that to you. Yeah, this belongs oh, to you now. <laughs>
3: Lord. Um, I got a 20. Uh, I, I guess yeah, I got, I got it.
1: <laughs> Weeping inside, dying <laughs> <Time> slowly. <laughs> Your dice is turned on you. <laughs> right, that, was, that was my Guandao hit, yeah. so that's
3: one D10 plus three. So that is thirteen plus nine is a lot. 20 Twenty-two. Not 22. Not wrong. Thank you. Yes.
2: <laughs> Twenty-two. All right. See, nice. I told you if you just wait long enough, someone answers the math. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Awkward. fall <laughs> <laughs> Confused eye shifts. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, and then so, you're going to follow up with a... I'm going to follow up with an unarmed attack. Great. Uh, I want to... Well, no, I'm going to
0: roll. You got to get... Roll. 25. That's a hit. Yeah, that was not a natural 20. Right. I assumed. Yeah. That that's <laughs> <right>. I didn't <laughs> explode. I didn't <laughs> All right. So that will be five damage. All right. And uh, you severely wounded, this poor little frogman, who uh, kind of rolls aside and also starts to run off, although he's doing it with a horrid lip. But also, I wanted to reach down with my
3: hand. (laughs) And I wanted to grab its spine and twist. Obviously, since it doesn't die, it doesn't break, but I want to make sure that this thing is going to remember that this happened to him. So I I twisted spine and give it a huge case of... uh, uh, that curvature of the spine disease. Spine bifida? Not bifida.
4: For new listeners, this is normal. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually pretty uncomfortable. This old. is this like
2: under- maybe a under- little tame. Yeah. <laughs> Brace yourselves. <laughs> all right.
0: <laughs> so that one runs off into the distance. I well. running is happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Goes off with a hard lip of all sorts. All hunchy. All hunched up. Uh, ugh. Slightly. They've been swarming all over these parts for months. First one I encountered gave me a nasty scar, and the uh, wizard kind of pulls his ropes aside, and you see this like horrible scar down the side of his chest. And that uh, seems like it's healed; it's not like fresh or anything like that, but it's nasty looking. What you see? <laughs> <laughs> Just we can't I trust anybody. anybody. I know, you guys call everybody
2: evil now. <laughs> All right, Blank, if it's not you or I, we don't trust them. <laughs> we do not trust them at all.
0: He's going to be the for every NPC. <laughs> oh, and, and NPC. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, they haven't found the village yet. Probably keeping distance because of the uh, giants that moved in upstairs. Things haven't exactly been going well since you left, young chief.
2: There's an upstairs <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is when he started saying that, changed.
3: I thought
0: he was talking about us as players, not characters. I didn't realize he was doing the voice. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Well Little, as I said, we have half a day's walk just to get to the first village. So you guys start heading off deeper into the woods, and the rest of your journey goes pretty well. You get deeper into this lush forest, and uh, you know, you guys stop, fill up your water skins a cool stream and Wanzeldorf at one point points out some edible berries that you can pick if you're hungry. And uh, finally, you guys start to enter a valley peaked by mountains. And in the distance, you see what could be loosely described as a village, although it seems to be sort of a gathering of small huts and temporary lean tos. And uh, you see a few fur bogs in the distance milling about in the area, tending to small gardens, engaging in uh, conversations. But I need you both to roll for perception, please. Weren't the furbogs a thing on the ship from a while ago? Yes. Yeah,
3: they're all serial killers. Right. They're all. serial If what I, remember I remember one thing, they're and vegetarians. In, in
4: well. reality, there's nothing actually there. You guys are tripping balls. In the woods.
0: I wanted to lick one oh, of the frog. <laughs> <man. laughs> it was they was saying, really <laughs> didn't come up. <laughs> wisdom check or uh, perceptive? Yeah, wisdom.
2: Seventeen plus eight is a big number. Okay. <laughs> he does a lot better than me.
0: What'd you get? At fourteen. Okay, then uh, Nami nearly imperceivable... Uh, leaning against For his, average folk. for normal folk. <laughs> Not uh, a giant elk. <laughs> leaning against a relatively smooth side of the mountain, you see a large fur ball, clearly dressed and ready for combat, but his sword is currently sheathed and his oddly large black shield rests on his back. Was is it onyx in color? One might say so. Mm. Why are you looking at me? Oh no reason. What do you say?
4: What so they've made it up to this fur bog, I take it. Uh, they're relatively close,
0: yeah. Yeah, I
2: wonder if she may go on here. Hey, Name,
3: should we approach that fur bog? It you looks evil. It, kill it. it. <laughs> I throw a javelin at it. <laughs>
2: I throw the wizard at it. <laughs> 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 flying. Yeah. Staff first, it's fine. <laughs> the javelin hits the wizard in the air before it hits the guy. So I
4: have, I have this note in front of me that says, um, what, what you see in front of you is a seven and a half foot tall fur oh. He seems to be about 275 pounds, lean and muscular built. Uh, his deep aqua skin, his dark green hair that looks a little bit like moss. Uh, it's a little bit messy. And he's got a medium-length, wide beard that has some leaves and some feathers kind of woven into it. Uh, dark brown eyes. And uh, he's wearing a simple, dark, tan tunic with no sleeves. Hangs above his knees and is belted at the waist. The, the belt appears to be made of, like, long blades of grass that are woven together with some hoops in it to hold many things. Also, he's wearing some sandals, basic sandals of the same grass. And you notice a uh, like a leather pendant around his neck holding a small shard of uh, what looks like black onyx rock. And uh, as Kyle mentioned, with a greatsword and a large black shield. So you That's... could have just
2: described him as dreamy. Maybe we all would have had the same. Hi. <laughs> I, want, I want everybody to know what he looks
4: like. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's just the word dreamy. Dreamy. He has a kind face. Oh, He looks like a nice guy. He's like a small um, man. As as he sees you, as he sees him sees you walking up, he'll he'll uh, kind of perk up and say, "Oh, hello!" New character voice. (laughs) This is my new voice. (laughs) And uh, he'll take the um, sword and he'll uh, shove it into the earth. And you notice it's a it's a great sword. It is a very large
0: sword. Black, you actually take a moment and you look at him and you're like. I've seen this furbog before. And you start trying to think back, like, I don't know why, but I recognize, like, everything about him. And after a moment, you realize you once saw his portrait, a painting of this furbog in the headquarters of the Onyx Shield. No poop.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No me. First, Nami said, "Ouch!" and then, because he remembers he was just a god that controlled the earth, so he uses Move Earth to move the sword out of the earth that was just stabbed and push it over. <laughs> yeah. Um, so,
4: um... Ho, ho, ho. well played. Uh, you have just become the leader of the furbogs by removing the sword from the stone. <laughs> what? <laughs> Now you're king of two lands. <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> no, he's just like thanks. I was going to have somebody come over and pull the sword out, but you guys just—I mean, you just did it. Can I? Can I, try and I really stir
2: something up?
4: He had this elaborate prank plan.
2: Oh
4: my god. That's cool. I didn't spend time writing how that was going to go.
3: Welcome oh to my, my world. God. <laughs> oh, my God.
4: That's fantastic.
3: Tommy, now that you've relieved yourself of his frankish sword,
2: I'm pretty sure I'm king here, too. No? Yes,
3: my liege. I believe I know who this
2: You may call me the Durant Slayer. Or walk
3: oh. What? <laughs> We are great friends of Durand, Slayer, who has then bequeathed that name unto your new king. Wait. Hold hold on. I know Durand. Not anymore you. Know you don't. I Durand is, is dead? Slade. Slain Or slain. Well, yes. I
2: met his skeleton, I You
3: know, You know who did this? Wrathborn.
2: Wrathborn? Yes. Uh, Finebottom.
3: Yes, it was.
2: Here's his business card, actually.
3: <laughs> well... <laughs> This, this this villain that
4: you describe still sounds very intriguing and like a well-developed character. However, now you know a little bit about me. <laughs> no. My name is Monad Nock. Storm Valley. I'm gonna
2: call you Moss.
4: Moss. Well, many Cusmos many call me Duff.
2: Knock. Oh, that's it's also a good name. Knock.
4: Knock. Okay.
2: Knock three times. I
4: was <laughs> on this. I was a friend of Durant, who clearly you you have
3: met. I met him, yes. He seemed like an alright fella. Did he
4: Did he die well?
3: He died a violent death at the hands of my friend, Rathborn. Is <laughs> that what I thought was going <laughs> to happen. <laughs> um, that's what Black thinks uh, happened. Oh, that is what Black thinks happened. Remember, he was a werewolf <laughs> eating a wizard at the moment that that happened.
4: <laughs> now you so- broke Kyle. Oh, Kyle's dead. <laughs> Okay, now <laughs> we get two minutes of the season, two. No, I, I oh knew he was going to find out died, but I didn't think he was going to be like, Oh, hey, your bud's dead. Nice <laughs> oh to meet you. Um, oh,
2: my God. Well, what is, else can this, we spoil? <laughs>
4: this is very sad news, indeed. But, uh, unfortunately, being a, a long-lived race such as myself, you, you come to accept that others that you know who are of the other races will, will pass. It is... It is a shame to hear this, but it is a pleasure to meet you, and I look forward to hearing tales of your adventures with Durand
3: and how you foiled this villainous Rathbord. It is quite the honor, I must say, to meet you, for I do believe I know a bit of your story myself, though certainly not much of it.
4: What do you think you know?
3: It is my perception based on roles. (laughs) You are the Firbolg that started the Onyx Shield on their path?
4: Yes, yes. I, uh, Durand and I, yes, we fought together in the war. You and
3: started it with
4: Durand? Durand and I met in a great war. Afterwards, we, we knew that there was more good that we could do.
3: And uh, it was for
4: that reason that we formed the Onyx
3: Shield. It's a shame that Durand had turned so dark towards the end.
4: Clearly there is much I've missed. <laughs> I
3: only knew Durand to be a, a great, great person. I may I admit may have missed something in the final battle, his final moments. it did seem as though he was there to help, despite the outcome. That sounds more like
4: the Durand I would know. I know that our meeting is fated having listened to the wind I, I know that the <laughs> the very earth itself cries out for help did you did you say the earth was not paid? Why, yes! I have a strong connection to the stones of Faerun, and I've felt it crying out to me in pain. Do you know something of this?
0: Uh, no, not at all, but someone who could speak to the earth, someone who has such knowledge, would be of great use to us. Please, will you come back to me to see the High Chief? Why, Why, certainly, small friend. I have
4: been able to tell through the shifting of the leaves that my services were going to be needed soon, and that a group of adventurers would come, and here you are, so,
0: yes, I shall travel with you. Wonderful. Uh, you will have to pack quickly, though. I, uh, it's seems to have to keep reminding everyone we are in a bit of a rush. It'll be a couple days before we get there. Eug reaches down, he grabs a small backpack, and he puts it on his
4: back, and he picks up his shield, which is a slightly longer version of the shield symbol that you've seen before for the Onyx shields, but it looks very similar, and he goes, I'm ready now!
2: Like I said, I've, sword?
4: I've been waiting for you.
2: It's on the ground too.
4: He um he reaches down and you see the earth pop up and the sword comes to hand level and he grabs it. He puts it into a slot in the back of the shield and he says, "Yep." his eyes light up like there's more of us. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you you'll see the um just to describe the sword too. It's it's a it's a basic looking sword but on the um and On the end, instead of having the sharp point that you would normally see of a sword, it kind of flares out into more of like a T-shape of stone. He's literally coated the blade with stone, so it's more of a blunt than it is sharp at the end. I like it. Inami was
2: a little jealous of your, your stone lifting the sword, so he lifts himself up on the stone to look closer at your sword. Are you still an elk? No, I shipped it out. Okay. I didn't say it, but clearly you read it in my eyes. <laughs> I'm not sitting next to you anymore. Oh.
0: <laughs> All right, so, uh, after a very brief moment, you all depart on the journey as the wizard keeps prodding you. <laughs> May I ask your new friend,
3: what is this stone of Faerun? Why, Faerun is the, the land itself. It is, it is where we live. We all live. And there is a stone?
4: It, there's st- stones, Oh, the stone, like plural. Like, like things that are stones. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> there's, there's some I right got, over there. I, I thought it was like a tablet or something.
3: Okay. No. Well, good to know. I'm glad we sorted that one out early. <laughs> it would have bugged me for a while. Oh, you are a,
0: a silly one, aren't you? <laughs> some have said. Yeah, the first day of your journey is a lot of this. <laughs> it. Is that a stone? Is that a stone? Is that a stone? That's a stick. That's some water. That's a frog. <laughs> But uh, you guys are about an hour. (laughs) You guys are only about an hour into the walkout in your second day when you hear a high pitched scream not far off in the woods. What do you do? What does it sound like? (laughs) (laughs) Lauren, do a girl scream. (laughs)
2: Thank you, Kyle. Do a girl scream.
4: You sound like a velociraptor. (laughs) It's a dinosaur. Let's go. (laughs) Let's get
3: it, friends. That sounds like a girl scream. We should investigate. (laughs) I would investigate any Scream, but yes, let's go.
0: (laughs) I appreciate that that you pointed that out.
2: (laughs) I agree. Someone may need our help. Help anyone in need. I turn into a puffin and I go ahead in that direction. All
0: right. Very short distance into the woods, you see a small female gnome dressed in farmer's gloom running from another one of these red uh, frog people, which is really close behind her and about to catch her. Roll for initiative. Nineteen. El natural twenty.
1: Whoa,
0: whoa, whoa. Nice. 15. Nice. All right. Then, knock. I almost said wrath. <laughs> yeah. You get to go twice.
4: Cool. He, You see him uh, focus, and as he does so, the dirt around him kind of shimmers a little bit and shakes a little bit, and his um, skin kind of turns gray and takes on almost like a rocky kind of appearance, which makes his green mossy hair look even more like actual moss. And he is the... The woman who's running, is she, or girl, Was she a child or woman? A woman. I'm a woman. Yeah. A woman is she, no, a woman, yeah. Is she coming towards us still? Is she past us? She's running towards you. Uh, she's really close. And the the frog thing that's chasing her is right like right on you, yeah. her. Okay, so he will cast an Aegis that he puts on her. Um, so she has kind of a, a little bit of a, a gray aura to her. Oh, cool. And that is a bonus action. So for his, so.
0: What does that st- do to her?
4: If she takes damage, there's things I can do. If, oh, cool. she, gets, if she gets hit, basically. Oh, cool. Very um, cool. And then so he will um, take his longsword out of his shield, and his swords kind of
3: start to um, glow a little bit with like kind of a yellow light. Okay, cool. I do have a question about your sword. <clears throat> Pardon me if I may. Uh, you said the end is coated in rock as a blunt weapon. Are the edges still sharp, or is the whole thing Towards blunt? the hilt
4: is still sharp.
3: Okay. It's the, the point. That's cool. It has, like, a rock right around so it. So it can slice and it can cut from a certain... Okay, just... Yep. Okay, Yep. interesting. Cool. All right, uh, you rolled a
0: 20, so you get to go again?
4: Yeah, so uh, now that he's ready, he will um, go ahead and swing. Uh, he'll, he'll step up or run up if he needs to, and he'll take a swing at the frog creature. That is going to be a 17 to hit. Nice, that's a hit. Okay. All right, so that's going to be 8 damage. Nice. Plus, so what he did when he when his sword started glowing is he cast booming blade on it. So what that means is when he hits the creature, um, there's a there's a loud sound. Okay, um, almost like a thunderclap. So he's going to take one d8 thunder damage, and if he moves, he's going to take two d8 thunder damage.
0: Oh, okay, cool.
4: So um, he's going to take eight for the hit that I did to him,
0: and then an additional seven. Nice. Alright, uh, you slam into him and it literally stops him in his tracks and he actually takes a couple steps back and kind of starts to shake his head like he's a little dazed. And that brings us to Blag, I believe. I'm assuming I can make it in a
3: movement. Yes. Okay. So, uh, brandishing my guan the thing is more or less staggered? Yes. Okay. Can you give me a slight description of what the thing Specifically, looks like from the angle that I'm at. Like, from, from assuming I'm approaching from its front. Certainly, okay. it is
0: a um, kind of looks like a half frog, half man type creature. Really, about how tall? Um, you know what? I do not know the answer to that question. Anymore. Okay, <laughs> it's
2: about as tall as a half man, half frog. Creature. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, I, so I, 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 I'm I, talking, of course. I about believe they frog are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm
0: pretty sure they're just like human sized. Okay, it's, it has like little spikes on it and nothing like. Huge and creepy or amazing. Just like does it have like tiny.
3: bulbous eyes yes. like a frog? God. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Okay. It definitely looks far more frog than it does person. Okay. 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 Well, not yet. But, you know, we're, <laughs> we're, we're getting there. Does it have a long frog-like tongue? It does. Okay. First, uh, I want to run up... Well, you know what? No, let me do the...
0: Oh, I'm sorry. No, th- these are larger. These are like oversized.
3: Ogre? Yeah. Or foger? Why not both? Ooh, wow. That's a huge thing. Uh, um, 22 to hit.
0: That's it. Okay.
3: Eleven damage. So with the Guan Dao, he wants to run up and try and pierce through its lower jaw and nail it to the ground. Because I'm assuming while it's staggered, its mouth is open and agape in awe and pain. Okay. So he's going to jam it through the, 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 the lower jaw and try and pin it to the ground. All right. In that...
0: Uh, you, put it in, you bring it down, and you bring this nasty, nasty cut down inside of its mouth, down the lower jaw, and you actually like end up kind of splitting. Bifurcated. The, yeah, okay. the uh, bottom jaw, and uh, you're unable to pin it to the ground, but you've left a very nasty blow upon this okay. creature. So then he wants to do his unarmed
3: attack. <laughs> that one. That's 16 to hit.
0: That's it.
3: Six damage. All right. So... He wants to reach in to its mouth, grab its frog-like tongue, <laughs> run back as far as he can, and then let it go and have it snap back into the wound between oh. its
0: jaws. Your dick.
3: It's <laughs> <laughs> a thing That's
0: like true. a blind. And <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it screams in pain and grabs its face, is kind of <laughs> uttering. <laughs> I love that the DM just called you a dick.
3: <laughs> you're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to know what these creatures look like so I can figure out. Yeah, yeah, it's fair.
0: <laughs> the small gnome runs past Ben, past Black, past everybody, and starts to hide behind the uh, gnome wizard. You hear the gnome wizard go, "Don't where you're sit- Wait a minute, I don't know you. And all of a sudden you see it begin to turn and shift into a much bigger, much bluer, (laughs) actually more green, another one of these frog people, and it looks right at Nock, points its finger, and this giant ball of fire shoots out towards Nock. Cool. Nock! You feel this bolt of fire coming towards you, and you spin around, raise your shield, and block it. The fire hits your shield, and the shield shimmers, just for a second. And everybody sees what appears to be a beam of energy jump from the shield to the small necklace hanging from your neck. And then that black onyx stone starts to turn red. Cool. Ooh. Well, that's new. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's not my turn.
2: Would you say the first one that Black is fighting is like, is it pinned to the ground at all or no? It's still like standing there. No, no really no, All right, so I'm going to transform... From my bird, uh, from puffin form, into an animal while I'm, like, kind of dive-bombing on him. Okay. I'm going to turn into a giant toad. (laughs) (laughs) I get it. (laughs) Yeah, how's it going? So, you know, I I figured he's in battle form. One might say battle toad. Giant toad. Boo. And I'm going to try to bite him. All right. Roll. That is a six. That is a miss. That would be a miss if I didn't just... No, that's it. Good try, then. Good try. try.
0: At this point, the little red frogman turns and starts to run away, but the much larger green one seems to be standing his ground. Is the red
4: one the one I hit?
0: Yes. So it's going to take 2d8 damage for moving on its own? Yes, it is. Roll. You gotta keep rolling. Seven seven mm-hmm. all right it screams as it starts to run and now it has this horrible limp but it's still trying to get away and that brings it back to your turn actually knock okay
4: so the the little red one has it gotten far
0: away at this point i wouldn't say far he's limping and running
4: okay you will see knock quickly kind of cast a spell which I haven't quite figured out, but it's audio, so it doesn't really matter how you would actually <laughs> physically do that while holding a, a sword and a shield. But he, he somehow is really good at it and looks cool. And um, he will cast Misty Step, and he kind of puffs nice. and awesome. reappears next to the little frog. All right. Uh, and then hes you will see his, um, that's a bonus action. So he's going to take a swing at the frog. 19 to hit. All right. Tell me what it looks like as you kill this frog. So what he's going to do is, and I guess this is where I should tell you something kind of important about Nock, is he generally tries not to kill. Um, a little late on that one. Well, that's, that's, I said he tries to, but he's not, <laughs> he sometimes doesn't know his own strength. You're in the wrong so, uh, <laughs> yeah, He's going he's gonna to take the the sword and he's going to try to bonk it on the head to just kind of knock it out but he's just going to hit it way too hard <laughs> oh. and just going to just fracture the skull I and mean, the head's going to
0: cave in. You a horrible just... crack. It literally spills and you just see a brain and a small gem fall out. <gasps> They're like
4: piñatas.
0: <laughs> <laughs> goes, oh no, not again. <laughs> <laughs> I like your style, friend.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Indiscriminate murder. Oh,
3: no. <laughs> that was no. a good knock to the head. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm on so my way. <laughs> all right, Blag, you're up. I rage. All right. So uh, I guess I turn to the larger frog-like creature. You said how, this was how big?
0: Uh, again, like ogreish size.
3: Okay. I want to take my guandao. I can reach it, presumably. Yeah. Okay. I want to take my Guan Dao, and I want to... It's kind of spirit through the neck, sideways. Fair. So, which again, I said I was, was going to do before I rolled. I got to get back into the groove of things. <laughs> Probably, yes. It's 16 plus 8. And That's it? Yeah. That is 10 damage. Oh, nice. All right. And then my unarmed is 21 to hit. That's a hit. And that is nine damage. So I want to withdraw the guan Dao and shove my hand all the way through its neck, uh, through the hole, and then make a fist and then bring it out the side that I'm on again.
0: Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you managed to slam your hand in and do a decent amount of damage, but you can't yeah, quite get it all It's the way not a killing blow. Yeah, yeah, but... Yeah. All right, uh, at this point, the uh Green frog guy kind of takes a couple steps back, shakes his head, mutters something in a language you don't understand, snaps his finger, and it's just gone. You just see Nami going,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate I would,
0: that. I would, I would
4: imagine Nock would
0: try to examine whatever the gem
4: is that came out of the other frog. Alright, yeah.
0: You see what appears to be a big red gem, and it actually looks like it's like it's faceted, and it has like, almost like it's supposed to be a pendant that you wear, but it's just... Was lost in this thing's brain.
2: Nami politely takes it from your hand and tries to figure out where sure. it fit. All right, you look and it looks like to you like it fits in the brain. Okay, that makes sense. I feel like that's part of Nami's character. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's trying to figure out how this works. He doesn't understand.
0: Yeah, to you, he gives you...
2: it back to you. He can have the gem.
0: He doesn't. To care. you, it almost, despite the fact that it is clearly a pendant-like gem, mm-hmm. it clearly was like organ-like to this thing. It is an important part somehow of its body. Like, this wasn't implanted. This is naturally there and is supposed to be there.
2: And it looks like a frog person's inside anatomy as best as I might know. Yeah. Okay. Other than that, yeah,
0: looks normal. Have either of you seen magic of this
2: sort before?
0: Never before.
2: Uh, I don't think so.
0: <laughs> Ugh, I've never seen any of them even this close to the village before. It may not be long before they find the entrance. Maybe we should have just let the giants in. Tell us what you know of these creatures, please. There's not much to say. They just recently and past, I don't know, many months have appeared and have been uh, wandering about the land. But uh, we keep our village hidden, so they haven't been much of a trouble to us before. But uh, we're close now. This is quite disturbing. Uh, Come quickly. We have to get to the High Chief and let him know. And uh, the little wizard starts to run off. It isn't long before you guys see a large mountain in the distance and you manage to come up on it quickly. And Nami, you recognize that this is your hometown, uh, is within this large mountain peak. Or large mountain, actually. The mountain peak goes up way high and disappears into the clouds. But Nami, your house is or your village entrance has always been more towards the ground. Can I uh, see the ogres that live on the second floor? No, no, they... Or the giants? Yeah, you can't see them. They're they're probably way up there. Blag and Nock, you're both a little surprised as you get up to this mountain and you see this sh- giant lava flow just coming down the side, uh, particularly you, Nock, because it doesn't look like this would be a, vulcan- a volcanic mountain. It just looks like a mountain. But clear as day, it is. It's rushing down through the whole thing. Other than that, there's no signs that this would be an active volcano. And then you see... The wizard and Nami running towards uh, the lava Flow. So Nami uses the spell. He turns into
2: the fire elemental, scoops up the wizard, and just tells you guys to be careful when you go through, and he runs through with the wizard. Sorry. I, I imagine
4: <laughs> Nock would just look at Blag and be like, be careful. <laughs>
3: he is interesting in his descriptions. I... Feel that our greatest care would be taken by not running through lava? That's, that's definitely... That's, I gotta get this voice, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> not not throat> <clears> throat>
4: That's definitely lava.
3: Yes, and you seem to have some connection to the Earth. Do you feel like it is an illusion, or is it actually there? Oh no, that's that's lava. Then what care should we take in your knowledge of the Earth to not get lavaed? Uh... Just turn into your fire elemental. <laughs> you will be fine. You've
4: gotten five views for somebody else, I think. Um, I guess what we'll do is um, I'll have you just get close to me, and I'll hold the shield up, and we'll
3: try to walk through. Is that okay? That sounds fine to me, yes. All right. I trust you. you. We just met. No, but I respect <laughs> you from what I've heard from you in the
0: red... <laughs> you take I've, your, I've never been there. <laughs> you take your first uh, step into the lava, I'm slow, assuming slow and gingerly. Yeah. And as you step in, you feel solid stone beneath your foot.
2: But there's a little step that, you know, if you don't know it's there, you might trip.
0: <laughs> I don't know it's there, so I guess you trip. <laughs> yeah. So you trip. Well, the and, newbies uh, always trip. <laughs> you begin wading through this lava, but you don't feel it. It's not there, it doesn't seem to be affecting you, and you literally just walk through up to where it looks like it's flowing down in waterfall-like fashion, and you pass through. And then both of you conk your head on the low, low cave entrance that is there. And you kind of bend down and go through, and you enter what appears to be a giant cave within. And Nami, you actually know that the entrance to that cave used to be Huge, so that races of all kinds can pop in. And you're kind of looking around like this is a little odd. The wizard notices that and looks at you and says, As I mentioned before, we've had more than a few visits from the hill giants that made their home at the peaks above us. We had to reshape the cave entrance to stop them from entering. (laughs) Not that it stops them from trying, of course. And inside this giant cave, you see this huge building. That is way too big for gnomes. It is like built for the largest races. It has a giant door on the front, and in that giant door is like a human-sized door, and inside that human door is like a gnome-sized door. So whatever race you are, you can walk over, open an appropriate-sized door, and walk in. Uh, there's a—it's clearly an inn of some sort. You can tell from the, the stables and everything that's set up there, and the sign on the side says "The Outside" because it is right outside of the gnome town, but also in gnome fashion, this makes it the outside inn. Beyond that, in the cave, you see a series of holes that just go straight down. And out of these holes come a rope that loops up and over towards the ceiling of the cave. At the ceiling of the cave, there are some wheels. The wheels are turning, moving these ropes on a loop. And attached to these ropes are small cages. And as you stare, you see these gnomes hopping in and out of the cages, using them to propel themselves down and back up into these holes and out. And you see, like, some of the cages come up and the gnomes pop out and run to the inn or out of the cave. And some come in, they hop in, go back down. It's easy. Have to go to work. Work God. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's a very eye-drawing sight. But more than that, you see a bunch of gnomes, full guard gear, guarding these holes. But they seem to be letting everybody in and out. Except one. One gnome. A little bit bigger, a little bit beefier than all the other gnomes. Stands like half a foot taller, so rippling with muscles. Seems to be yelling at this tiefling, telling her that she's not allowed in. And you just hear her say, "I don't care who sent you. We are not letting a tiefling into the burrow. We just finished repairing everything if giants wrecked it. We don't need your mischief, too." How does the tiefling respond?
4: So, my character is trying to be understanding. So she responds to the, the gnome. Listen, I understand your concern. I am meant to be here. I am here to protect you.
1: Uh, is there
4: anything I can do to make you trust me? I really mean you no harm.
0: I don't know. Those horns don't look very convincing.
4: I know. They're not the nicest things to look at. But I promise you, I, I am here to help. I am not going to harm you in any way.
0: Roll a charisma check.
3: <laughs> I love Flag <you. laughs> leans over. That's like what killed Duran. <laughs> uh,
0: and it's my, is it my persuasion or is it my charisma? Whichever one do you want. Okay.
2: Nami leans back. They all look the same to me. Aww. So it's a 20. It's not natural. All right. Uh, to say, now, now,
4: <laughs> we should not be judging other races based on their looks. I mean, look at me.
3: Yeah, we did. Can I not? Oh, <laughs> we are friends. I kid, I kid. Yeah, I, kid. I have great respect for you. He is a you. kid. It's well, it's... I am kid. <laughs>
2: this
0: is a giant man.
2: No, no, he's like nine. No, no maybe I can't... am not Paul
3: Rudd.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 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 the gnome looks at uh, Violex, Violex. Uh, for a moment, and you kind of see, like, His frowns start to lighten, maybe even twitch to a smile. He says, All right, I'm going to let you in, but I better not regret this.
1: I promise you, my friend, I will do nothing to make you upset. I'm only here to help.
0: I will be watching you. And at this point, you hear a loud, booming voice go, Nom Noms! And you all turn around to see his giant hand come through the fake lava flow, grab a gnome, and pluck it back out. (laughs)
1: Wow, sucks for that little guy. I wonder if the giant is going to eat him raw or cook him on the stove first. You know, put a little gnome on the range, huh? Huh? <laughs> and that tiefling they met seems awfully familiar. Hmm. Anyway, if you're enjoying this podcast, please show us some support on Patreon at patreon.com/intelligencecheck and get some fun bonus content. Thanks, PodQuesters, and we'll see how this new team gels next time when we roll another intelligence check.
2: Oh, my dear, don't tell me how to do my job. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> You may think you're telling this story, buddy. I got final I say. All the time. <laughs> you were attacked by the
0: feather. <laughs> you win. <laughs> you die-it. worse <laughs> oh, than oh, dying. That's worse than dying. Yeah, I worse than dying. Oh, that was a good
3: one.